morning, friends. This is Pastor Steve coming to you from First United Methodist Church of Bowie. And our gospel lesson today is a long one. It comes from Mark chapter 14, verse, verse 1 to 15, verse 47. It's the whole uh, passion of Christ. That's what we're going to read today. And that is the reading for Good Friday. Passover. The Feast of Unleavened Bread was due in two days. The chief priests and the lawyers were plotting how to seize Jesus by a trick and kill him. We can't do it at the feast, they said. The people might riot. Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon, known as the leper. While he was at the table, a woman came up with an alabaster jar containing extremely valuable ointment made of pure spikenard. She broke the pot and poured the ointment on Jesus' head. Some of the people grum there grumbled to one another, What's the point of wasting the ointment, they asked. That ointment could have been sold for 300 denaries and given to the poor. And they were very angry with her. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why make trouble for her? She has done a wonderful thing for me. You have the poor with you always. You can help them whenever you want to, but you won't always have me. She has played her part. She has anointed my body for its burial ahead of its time. I'm telling you the truth. Wherever the message is announced in all the world, the story of what she has done will be told. That will be her memorial. Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to arrange to hand Jesus over to them. They were delighted with his proposal and made agreement to pay him, and he began to look for a good moment to hand him over. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lambs were sacrificed, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where would you like us to go and get the things ready for you to eat the Passover? He sent off two of his disciples with these instructions. Go into the city and you will be met by a man carrying a water pot. Follow him. When he goes indoors to the, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is the guest room for me where I can eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upstairs room set out and ready. Make preparations for us there. The disciples went out, entered the city, and found it exactly as he had said. They prepared the Passover. When it was evening, Jesus came with the twelve. As they were reclining at the table and eating, Jesus said, I am telling you the truth, one of you is going to betray me, one of you that's eating with me. They began to get very upset with him. And they said to him, one after another, It isn't me, is it? It's one of the twelve, said Jesus, who has dipped his bread in the dish with me. Yes, the Son of Man is completing his journey. As Scripture said he would, but it's bad news for the man who betrays him. It would have been better for that man never to have been born. While they were eating, he took bread, blessed it, broke it and gave it to them. Take it, he said, this is my body. 
Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. I'm telling you the truth, that I won't ever drink from the fruit of the vine again until that day, the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. They sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. You're all going to desert me, said Jesus, because it is written, I shall attack the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. But after I'm raised up, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter spoke up. Everyone else may desert you, he said, but I won't. I'm telling you too, the truth, Jesus replied. Today, this very night, before the cock has crowed twice, you will renounce me three times. This made Peter all the more vehement. Even if I have to die with you, he said, I will never renounce you. And all the rest said the same. They came to a place called Gethsemane. Stay here, said Jesus to the disciples while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him and became quite overcome and deeply distressed. My soul is disturbed within me, he said, right to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that, if possible, the moment might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me, but not what I want, but what you want. He returned and found them sleeping. Are you asleep, Simon? He said to Peter. Couldn't you keep watch for a single hour? Watch and pray so that you won't come into the time of trouble. The spirit is eager, but the body is weak. Once more he went off and prayed, saying the same words. And again, when he returned, he found them asleep, because their eyes were heavy. They had no words to answer him. But the third time he came, he said to them, All right, sleep as much as you like now. Have good rest. The job is done. The time is come. And look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the clutches of sinners. Get up and let us be going. Here comes the man who's going to betray me. At once, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the legal experts, and the elders. The betrayer had given them a coded sign. The one I kiss, that's him, seize him and take him away safely. He come up, came up to Jesus at once, Rabbi, he said, and kissed him. The crowd laid hands on him and seized him. One of the bystanders drew a sword and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus spoke to them. Anyone would think, he said, you'd come after a, a brigand. Fancy needing swords and clubs to arrest me. Day after day I have been teaching in the temple under your noses, 
and you've never laid a finger on me. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then they all abandoned him and ran away. A young man had followed him wearing only a linen tunic over his otherwise naked body. They seized him and he left the tunic and ran away naked. They took Jesus away to the high priest. All the chief priests and the elders and the legal experts were assembled. Peter followed him at a distance and came to the courtyard of the high priest's house where he sat with the servants and warmed himself by the fire. The chief priests and all the Sanhedrin looked for evidence for a capital charge against Jesus, but they didn't find any. Several people invented fictitious charges against him, but they didn't find any. But their evidence didn't agree. Then some stood up with this fabricated charge. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple which human hands have made, and in three days I'll build another made without human hands. But even so, their evidence didn't agree. Then the high priest got up in front of them and interrogated Jesus. Haven't you got any answer to about whatever these things people are testifying against you? Jesus remained silent and didn't answer a word. Once more, the high priest questioned him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, replied Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Why do we need any more evidence, shouted the high priest, tearing his clothes. You heard the blasphemy. What's your verdict? They all agreed on their judgment. He deserved to die. Some of them began to spit at him. And blindfolded, They blindfolded him and hit him and said, Prophesy! And the servants took charge of him and beat him. Peter, meanwhile, was in below in the courtyard. One of the high priest's servant girls came up and saw him warming himself. She looked closely at him and said, You were with Jesus of Nazareth, too, weren't you? I don't know what on earth you're talking about, replied Peter. He went outside into the forecourt and the cock crowed. The servant girl saw him and once more began to say to bystanders, this man is one of them. But Peter again denied it. A little while later, the bystanders said to Peter, again to Peter, you really are one of them, aren't you? You're a Galilean. At that he began to curse and swear, I don't know the man you're talking about. And immediately the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered the words that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will renounce me three times. And he burst into tears. As soon as morning came, the chief priests held their council meeting with the elders and the legal experts and the whole Sanhedrin. They bound Jesus, took him off to Pilate, and handed him over. Are you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate. 
You have said it, replied Jesus. The chief priests laid many accusations against him. Pilate again interrogated him. Aren't you going to make any reply? Look how many things they're accusing you of. But Jesus gave no reply at all, which astonished Pilate. The custom was that at the festival time, he used to release for them a single prisoner, whoever they would ask for. There was a man in prison named Barabbas, one of the revolutionaries who had committed murder during the uprising. So the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do what he normally did. Do you want me, answered Pilate, to release for you the king of the Jews? He said this because he knew that the chief priests had handed him over out of envy. The chief priests stirred up the crowd to ask for Barabbas instead to be released to them. So Pilate once again asked them, What then do you want me to do with the one you call the king of the Jews? Crucify him, they shouted again. Why, asked Pilate, what has he done? What has he done wrong? Crucify him, they shouted all the louder. Pilate wanted to satisfy the crowd, so he released Barabbas for them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers took Jesus into the courtyard, that is, the praetorium, and called together the whole squad. They dressed Jesus up in purple, then, weaving together a crown of thorns, they stuck it on him. They began to salute him. Greetings, King of the Jews, and they hit him over the head and spat with the staff and spat on him and knelt down to do him homage. Then, when they had mocked him, they took the purple robe off him and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him off to crucify him. They compelled a man named Simon to carry Jesus' cross. He was from Cyrene and was coming in from out of town. He was the father of Alexander and Rufus. They took Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which in translation means skull's place. They gave him a mixture of wine and myrrh, but he didn't drink it. So they crucified him. They parted his clothing between them, casting lots, to see who would get what. It was about nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription giving the charge read, The King of the Jews. They also crucified two bandits alongside him, one on his right and one on his left. People who were passing by abused him. They shook their heads at Ha, they said, you were going to destroy the temple, were you, and build it again in three days? Why don't you rescue yourself and come down from the cross? The chief priests and the lawyers were mocking him in the same way among themselves. He rescued others, they said, but he can't rescue himself. Messiah is he, king of Israel, did he say? Well, let's see him come down from the cross. We'll believe him when he, we see that. The two who were crucified along to him taunted him as well. At midday, there was darkness over all the land until three o'clock in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus shouted out in a loud voice, 
Ilui, Ilui, Lama Sabakthanui, which means, My God, my God, why did you abandon me? When the bystanders heard it, some of them said, He's calling for Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a pole, and gave it to him to drink. Well then, he declared, let's see if Elijah will come and take him down. But Jesus, with another loud shout, breathed his last. The temple veil was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion who was standing facing him saw that he died in this way, he said, This fellow really was God's son. Some women were watching from a distance. They included Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of the younger James and Joseph, and Salome. They had followed Jesus in Galilee and had attended to his needs. There were several other women, who, too, who had come up with him to Jerusalem. It was getting towards evening. It was a day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath. Joseph of Arimathea, a reputable, reputable member of the council who was himself eagerly awaiting God's kingdom, took his courage in both hands, went to Pilate, and requested the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised that he had already died. He summoned the centurion and asked whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned the facts from the centurion, he, he conceded the body to Joseph. So Joseph brought a linen cloth, took the body down, wrapped it in the cloth, and laid it in the tomb, cut out of rock. He rolled the stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was buried. Let's close with this prayer from uh, the Good Friday prayer from N.T. Wright. This is from a, his prayer today comes from a hymn. Were the whole realm of nature mine that were an offering too small, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Let's close with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Just a reminder, friends, tonight we'll have an in-person service for Good Friday, and it will also be live-streamed on our YouTube channel. And um, the service is going to be a what's called a service of darkness. And so you join us for that as we remember the events that take place on this Good Friday, the, the night, the day when Jesus Christ is crucified dead and buried. God bless you, friends. Have a blessed day.